Hello, hello, and welcome to Resale Queen Chronicles. I am Tiffy T, the Resale Queen, and welcome to a new installment of Resale Queen Chronicles. I want to say thank you to everyone that is watching, listening, whichever way you happen to get this information today. We have a full jam-packed show. Um, we are going to be talking about the Poshmark logarithm, and we have some other things that are happening in the reseller news that I want to get to. Uh, first, some some updates, house housekeeping stuff, reseller kits. Some have already dropped. We will be dropping reseller kits this whole week. Everything is under one hundred dollars. I am trying to make it so that when a person get so one of these kits, they can make the money back that they spent by selling at about five, less than 10 of the items. Um, so I am also including shipping. So shipping is included in the price. Um, I have smaller, um, smaller lots that are going to be $50 and that includes shipping. I have bigger lots that are about $75. That's going to include shipping. Um, doing this for several reasons. One, I am getting ready for another move. So I need to clear some things out. Um, we also got another nice shipment of pallets in. So we were able to go through and put together some nice lots. So everything is in brand new selling condition. Nothing is something that uh, you have to call a manufacturer and get a warranty on. Everything is in brand new selling condition. Um, I don't have it what's called manifested because honestly, it takes time to put that together. However, you won't have to try and figure out what something is. I have um, certain items uh, already bagged and labeled uh, because I had them ready uh, to uh, to be listed and things like that. So um I have those ready. Uh, we will be dropping some more towards the end of the week. So follow me on all the platforms, whether it be Instagram, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, because YouTube, I can now make community posts, which is a nice thing. I didn't even realize I had the ability, uh, but I started making some community posts. So I will also be adding when we make some more drops. We do have uh, a small drop. We have some electronic accessories and some toys, games, and yes, toys, games, and babies uh, stuff all in one lot. So we have those already on the website on resellqueen.com. Uh, they, they are featured right on the front. There are links at the bottom of this video in the description box. It should say links to reseller kits or to the Resale Queen store. You should be able to find them there. As I said, I am making these uber cheap because I know the times that we are in. Because I go to the supermarket and see how much it costs to buy milk. I don't want you to have to go through that uh, inflation by buying uh buying reseller kits from me because it is hitting everyone. I don't know if you've noticed, but if you're looking um, at um, at suppliers, they are raising their prices. They have to. The cost of um, logistics is just going up really high. Uh, so 
I don't want to be part of that. And if I can help, I'm going to help. So if you're interested, like I said, just go on the website, resellqueen.com, and you will see the lots that we have available. So that's just a little bit of housekeeping. And next, I just want to say, normally when I do this show, I do just a little bit of prep. You know, I know kind of what I'm going to talk about. I may have written some things down, but I just kind of go off the top of my head and just and speak to you guys raw. That's kind of how I do it. However, today's show, I have done a lot of prep work on um, just so that I can understand and and make sure that I can give you all this information. So we're going to go right into the topic that we have right down here, which is people are getting mad. Well, I shouldn't say people. I should say sellers are getting mad at Poshmark. They are upset at the new, I want to say the newer logarithm. I don't really know if it's the logarithm that they're mad at or it's just really the search results is what is what the issue uh, really is. So I think the best way to explain it is to, first of all, go by what what it is. So I wrote, like I said, I did a lot of a lot of research today. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that I got got it to you guys right. So the way Poshmark works generally is it's not just a selling platform. It's also a platform that they want you to use as a network tool. So you are given you are told that it's more of an incentive to do certain things on Poshmark. So one of the big incentives is to follow new poshers, new people that are on on the app. Next is you want to share your closet, share items in your closet, share share um, items that are in other people's closets. And you may say, what the heck is a closet? If you're not on there, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, on there, the closet is basically a person's is, is inventory. You are uh, in a way kind of rewarded with that because when a person does a search Let's just say I want an Hermes scarf. I want to go do a search. I'm going to see the most recently shared listings. And that gives you that push that you need to be on Poshmark all the time and share and share and follow and do all of those things to the point where People aren't doing it manually anymore. I want to be honest. I am on Poshmark. Poshmark is not, it's one of those things where if my closet shut down the day, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make me or break me because it's not my only place that I sell. It's not my major place either. It's, it's probably like three, it's probably like four five on the totem pole of of places I care about and as well as how I'm making my money. However, I have made some sales on it and I have followed that whole protocol of trying to uh, make sure you get your follows, make sure you do your sharing, you share in a different party, uh, follow the new people. 
I have not been obsessed with trying to be a posh ambassador. I know that's like a big thing. The requirements to me is something that I don't feel like doing. So I just don't. Um, However, I have, just like many other people, have purchased bots to help me do those things. Now, you may say, what the heck is that? Without being technical, it's basically for me, it is a plugin on my web browser that shares my listings, follows certain people. I don't pay much, uh, if much, if any at all. I don't believe, I'm not like most people where they are paying virtual assistants and things like that so that they have free time and aren't constantly on their Poshmark app. I can tell you, I manually did this on my own for about a week or two. And I set like my alarm so that I knew when I should be doing things. It did help. I was getting, I was getting uh, more looks, more offers, more sales, but that took a lot of my time. I don't have that type of time. So that's the way Poshmark puts their stamp on on how on how they want you to use their app. Well, the big beef with sellers is now when I do my search and I do a search, let's say again for Hermes scarf, I'm not getting what was just shared anymore. I'm going to get what is recommended whatever their logarithm is recommending to me. It's not going by how long ago, it's not about how long ago it was shared. Now, if you do go to the app and you go to that area where you can sort by just shared, but that requires a buyer to do, hit the button, hit just shared. That's two steps. That sounds silly, but customers don't do that. They don't care about what's just shared. They're going to go off of what's 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 showing to them, and and scroll through and see what um, pickles their fancy. That's what they're going to do. So there have been lots and lots of complaints from a lot of Poshmark sellers. If you go on these Instagram and Twitter feeds of resellers. These nice Poshmark ladies that I used to follow that were always so happy-go-lucky, they ain't happy right now. They are not. Now, this got me to thinking because I like to follow what the trends are in retail. Honestly, looking at retail trends, February is never really the greatest month. You have the built-up of Christmas in December. Then in January, you have the returns, and then you also have people spending their Christmas money. Come February, there's not much for people to buy for, and they don't have that extra money. Really, it's about March, April is when tax refunds hit, and that's when people have disposable money, but they that they can start you know buying outside the norm again. So February is traditionally not going to be your best month. Unless, of course, your whole thing is Valentine's. 
If that's what your whole thing is, then of course you're probably going to do great in February. So I just wanted to take a look. I looked at my sales last year in February, just to kind of compare, just to see if what I was finding as a trend, and I was looking at um, some some different places. Like I like to go to uh, uh, Trading Economics. They show a lot of uh, information that's sort of also given, taken from like the National Retail Federation. Um, they have studies and reports that go over these things month by month and year by year to let you know what the trends are in the retail space. I like to look at that because that tells you about buying habits, about consumer habits, which that goes into, again, the psychology of a buyer. It might sound like I'm getting too deep, but these are things you might want to just at least peruse and look at so that you kind of have an understanding of the industry that you're in. I'm not saying you have to you know, get a PhD in this, but you should know a little bit about spending habits, consumer habits, trends, uh, so that you can prepare for this. Now, I'm, I'm normally prepared that February is not going to be a great month. In fact, it's normal conversation in my household between my husband and I about February sucking. February for us is normally a bad month. Now, I did go, as I said, I did go and look at my my information. I went and looked up my accounting. And I looked at what I did for the month of February last year. And I looked at what I'm where I currently am at for this year. I right now am beating out what I did last year almost double. And we and today, as of this taping, it is February 16th. So in the middle of the month, I'm doing double than what I did last year. You may say, well, wait a minute, you're kind of off. That's not what's happening with, that you're talking about. Well, it's because I pivoted <laughs> through uh, through that time period. Uh, there was I was having problems back then uh, getting liquidations that were um, cost effective. Logistics was becoming a big problem. Um, we were getting things in that just weren't, they weren't sellable or there wasn't consumer interest. So if you don't have consumer interest in your product, you're not going to get buyers. Um, so we were having a rough time during that time period. And when I say I pivoted, I looked at what was a hotter seller for me and I put all of my energy into that category. And I'm still working that category. Um, and the cat, and if you ask me the question, the category is health and beauty. I am working the health and beauty category. That's primarily where I'm at right now. Anything that's health and beauty is what I'm working. And I pivoted to stay on top of that category. And that that's working better for me. That's because that's what I was selling the most of when I got it and thought and saw, okay, all right, this, this category is working for me. What else can I get in this category that is not going to cost me an arm and a leg and go through a lot of logistics issues? Well, some of this stuff is normally manufactured here. You know, I can just get it ordered and it's coming UPS versus shipped on a container and going through customs or going through the process of getting 
large, large pallets mm-hmm. and it going on a tractor trailer. That's expensive. You know, we could always go and pick things up, but because of COVID, some places were not allowing that. They were only putting things on trucks. They were not allowing you to come in to um, to their warehouses. So we had a lot of things going on. That's why my numbers for February were in the in the tank because of what was happening. But my numbers this February are doing very well. So you have that combination of what's happening in the market in a, in February. Plus, you have a change in the logarithm with with Poshmark, and sellers are upset. This is the time where I'm going to talk about this is why you do not rely on one platform to make money. I want to say it again. This is why you do not rely on one platform to make money. If you rely on one platform and that is the sole platform that you're getting every, all of your sales out of, you're not working any other platforms, when that platform goes to SHIT, then you're going to have a problem and you're going to have to learn a whole nother platform. So this is all of you Poshmark ladies that are always nice and sweet to me. I'm going to tell you guys right now, you better get yourself a cross-listing tool and get yourself on all some of these other websites. Get yourself on, on Etsy, Depop, eBay. It's time to start your own website. Start putting all that marketing and SEO training that you put for yourself on Poshmark and start doing your own website. It's you have you can't rely on them. I don't even have an update on what they're going to do or if they're making changes. I saw some like some response from their upper management. It don't seem like they're making any changes. I think maybe they're tired of the bots. I don't know. But once I find out, I'll let you guys know. But that's what's happening with Poshmark. Um, If you go to, especially Instagram, there are people on Instagram that they were selling several hundred a month. And one person said they're only getting like three or four sales a day. They can't live off of that. So that's my thought process on that and what I could tell you on on how I feel about what you should do. So Poshmark is upsetting their sellers. I'm going to say this to Poshmark. If you don't have any sellers, you're not making any money. So you should listen to them. That's all I got to say about that one. And we will be right back after this. Tax season is full of what ifs. What if I'm not taking all my deductions? What if I'm supposed to get more? What if I don't have time to go to a professional? Let One Stop Taxes take the stress out of this tax season. Our tax professionals can give you a quote in minutes using the My One Stop Taxes app found in the Apple Store or Google Play. Using your cell phone or tablet, Take pictures of your ID and tax documents. Select your tax preparer's name, upload your documents, and submit. It's that simple. 
Your preparer will send you a customized tax quote back. Then you can approve it and sign your return all from home. Need cash fast? Request a cash advance and you could receive your money within hours. Download the My One Stop Taxes app today and let us do the rest. Download the free One Stop Taxes app today. Get your free quote. Choose Tiffany Tracy as your tax preparer to receive your free quote. Shipping can be complicated and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to ShipStation, a web-based shipping software for online retailers. Import orders from wherever you sell and create labels for however you ship, all in one place. With our powerful automation tools, mobile app, and branded tracking page, you can focus less on shipping and more on growing your business. With ShipStation, you save both time and money. Let's get ship done. Get started with ShipStation today. Click the link in the description box to receive a special discount from ShipStation. And we are back. Welcome back to Resale Queen Chronicles. I am Tiffy T, the Resale Queen, your host. And we are moving on to reseller news. So last time I was on here, I believe I talked about the seller update for eBay. And on the same day, eBay also put out a new user agreement. Now, I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I saw it, been really paying attention to it because I was more worried about <laughs> the seller update. But there's one part of the agreement um, that has changed. And I just wanted to, to uh, give you guys just a new some information about this. So according to the eBay user agreement, they do not want you to share your login with anyone. So eBay users, we, you know, we waited a long time for, you know, like the multi-user account access, MUAA. Um, it's, you know, it's been available for some time, but eBay is making a change in its policy regarding account sharing. Uh, so as part of their new agreement, it's taking effect, um, March 11th, but eBay is prohibiting sellers from sharing login data with third parties. Uh, so there's like a lot of information on what is prohibited, what isn't prohibited. Um, like, for instance, if something were to happen to me, my husband can lock, can get into my eBay account to handle things and vice versa. I think as a responsible seller, you should have something in place like that. Or at the least, someone can put your account on vacation mode, at least maybe ship out the last couple items while things are getting taken care of. That should, in my opinion, be part of what happens in the event uh, of your demise. Actually, I shouldn't even say demise. What if, you know, something happens and I'm incapac incapacitated? So if I can, you know, um, I think everyone should have something in place like that. Just saying. Um, so let's see here. eBay notified users via email of the modified user agreement uh, on Wednesday, which is the same day that they announced their winter seller update. The new user agreement went into effect the same day for new users. 
eBay provided a bare outline of what was changing and the link to read more simply led users to the new user agreement rather than spelling out each change or providing a redlined version, uh, you know, showing the language added or removed it. Uh, so I got the email. Um, all right, so some of the questions that I think, um, there's a couple things that, that are on here talked about fees and taxes. Um, but the big thing is about the whole third, third party, um, not giving your, your login information to a third party. Now, some of you may say, but wait a minute, I'm using a shipping service. Don't they have my login? Technically, they don't have your login information. When you go to authorize those uh, integrations, as I believe that's the correct term, you do have to provide your username and then you are put on a user face that you log in and provide access and I should say approve access for that particular interface. That's different because there are, well, I'll put it this way. From the way that I understand it from eBay, that is different because there are computer things that go on. I'm saying computer things because obviously I am not the best at explaining computer language, but there's an auth, there's like an authorization token that happens. So you have to approve it and you can revoke it at any time. So you can go in and revoke, um, revoke those things. So like the same, that's like the same thing you can do with Amazon. You know, there's all those different tracking apps and things that people use, um, pricing, um, the, the automatic pricers and things like that. You have to give them authorization to come into your account and do those things for you. Um, I think what they are really looking at is they don't want 10 different people using one eBay account. They want each user to um, have their account. So that's more like a third party app. So I just wanted to give you guys that information. Um, I'm trying to think some of the new policies. I don't know. I don't want to say they're really new. It's just more of understanding about the payment terms. You know, everyone's going to be in that managed payments. Um, they also talked about too, about publishing and promoting your listings on platforms belonging to other eBay corporate family members or third parties. I kind of thought that already happened, but they spelled it out in this. Um, what that means is, let's say I'm searching for a particular mug or whatever, or I have searched for a particular mug in the past, but now I'm on a website that is completely different, but they happen to be using like AdSense for, um, for the ads on, on their website. Well, I'm going to see that mug there probably because the way the Google logarithm works, they're going to try to think I want that. I may see an eBay listing for what I was looking for because that's part of eBay promotion. They're just letting you know that that's something that they're going to do. 
Um, they also uh, talked about those eBay authentication programs have have been updated. Um, if you want to take a look at all of that, everyone got the email. There is a link right on your email that breaks all that down. I will also say um, one of the places that I do like to go to to get some, I like to say, real life information, I do like going to e-commerce bites. Uh, they have a nice article talking about some of the changes and um, breakdown of what's what's happening uh, with, with eBay. Um, so that is that. The other thing that I want to talk about, and <laughs> okay, I don't think I've ever discussed this on this program, but it's been in the news. I didn't discuss it because I didn't 100% understand everything that went on. I had my own thought process about it. But it's now hitting the news again uh, because it is going back to court. Uh, so there are four people that are known as, well, I'm going to say we have four people that are being accused of bribery. Uh, I'm going to say they are, it's alleged that they bribed um, Amazon employees to do things to help their clients. So there are four uh, Amazon consultants, and I believe, and I may be wrong, but I believe at least one of these Amazon consultants was a former employee of Amazon. So what these people did, well, excuse me, what it, it's alleged that they did is they would advertise their services to help people like us, third-party sellers, if our accounts got suspended, you're having problems with the listing, um, you know, sometimes your listings will get hijacked, um, sometimes you've, you'll be approved for a certain um, category, and then all of a sudden you're not, <laughs> those type of things. Well, these people, they advertise that they could help. But they were not cheap. And the reason why they weren't cheap is because it is alleged that they bribed former Amazon employees to take care of their clients. There is in the brief, there's a case of where one of the clients paid over $200,000 so that they can get their account reinstated. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that was just one client. Uh, so they were giving out bribes like in the hundreds of thousand dollars, allegedly. And from what I understand, these the people that were being bribed were not Americans. They were uh, in India. So they were able to utilize Amazon. I don't know if they were customer service reps. I don't, I don't know what their positions were at Amazon, but they obviously had enough pull to not suspend, to take, to give back people suspensions. So if they were suspended, they can unsuspend you, um, help you hijack listings, um, I'm not going to tell you if you don't know what that means. I'm not going to tell you because I don't want you to do it. Um, help people to get 
um, ungated in certain area in certain categories, uh, help people get approval to sell items that they maybe did not have the manufacturer's approval to sell. You know, all those things that people bump up against and go, oh, oh I have to wait or whatever. These particular Amazon consultants were helping. Well, uh, these people are going on trial. Well, actually, the person who they believe is like the mastermind because he was the former employee of Amazon, and I am going to butcher his name. Uh, whew. His last name is Katamesity. I have no idea how to pronounce that. So I am sure I am butchering his name, but I'm just going to spell it. His last name is K-A-D-I-M-I-S-E-T-T-Y. Uh, he is set to go on trial. And that's why I'm talking about this again, because, um, well, I'm talking about this now because it's it looks like this is getting ready to... Um, to get a move on with, with the proceedings. Um, from what I do understand, the employees that were involved have been dismissed from Amazon because they are in India. I don't know how much can be done. I don't, I don't know how the laws work over there in this particular situation, but this is what happens, unfortunately, as third-party sellers. Like this is still new territory for a lot of us. Um, being the third party seller, let's see, I'm trying to think when eBay started, it's it been on eBay a while. I'll, I'll, my husband is around, I'm sure he'll type to me and tell me how long we've been on eBay. Um, but it's been a long time and it's there's because it's been a long time for us. This is still new to a lot of people. I'm going to tell you, if a person says, Hey, I can help you get this, that, and a third. It's only going to cost you X number of dollars. You do better just doing what steps you're supposed to follow. The actual process that they have in place instead of trying to do an end round and pay for something because ultimately it's going to get caught. And the last thing you want to do is put yourself, you know, in a predicament where you have paid all this money out to get your account restored. Then it turns out it's part of something that's actually criminal. And now you're out all that money. Don't do that to yourself. Don't, don't. I know, I, I know why every one of us are doing what we do. We want more of a financial freedom. We want to be able to take care of our families. That's why we resell. That's why we buy stuff and stay up late making listings. Still stay up late doing shipments. I'm looking at my phone as it's buzzing right now because I got shipments I got to do. I'm trying to decide if I want to do it today or tomorrow. I'm probably going to do it today. <laughs> I like, I like having my fast shipment rate. So I'm telling all this to tell you. It's going to take time sometimes for you to get 
the niche of what you're doing. I didn't know how to do all this in the beginning. I, a lot of this stuff is trial and error, especially a lot of the things that I talk about, you know, with what to do with listings, little best practices. That's all trial and error of things that I've figured out. And I've gone through the process of doing some research, you know, to know, okay, February is normally a bad month. And I decided, okay, I need to pivot to the category that's working for me. It may change next year. I'm going to go with works and what's paying me and keeps me out of trouble. Now, I suggest you do the same. Follow people like myself, other people that, you know, give you real raw advice, not the fluff. You're not going to be a millionaire overnight. And anyone that tells you that they are a liar (laughs) and they're trying to sell you something. There's no way um, unless there's a fluke that you happen to pick up on something that no one realizes the value on. That's not going to happen. Now, not saying that you can't be comfortable, not saying you can't have extra money, not saying that you can't put away retirement, not saying that you can't pay your kids college or your college. But it takes work and it takes time. And it takes you putting the time in. That's what it is. So that's your reseller news. Uh, Did go a little bit over a half hour. Sorry about that. But I wanted to get all of this information in. So this concludes the Resell Queen Chronicles uh, show. We will be taking about like a week or two off probably uh, because we are, again, like I said, we are working on uh, at home getting some things together for moving. So I may not be uh, coming on for like the next couple weeks unless something happens that I need to talk about. I will come on <laughs> so and, and give you guys that. We'll also be working on just dropping just regular videos on YouTube of different things to help to help in your resale journey, things that are just not just about going to buy an item and, and doing things and, and reselling it, just other ways to help you with making money. I got requests um, from other people and I put a poll out, got a response that people want to know what other things that I do to make a little bit of money. So I'll be happy to let you guys know. Uh, as I say, you're not going to be a millionaire, but hey, it's money you didn't have before it showed up in your account. So so this has been another installment of Resale Queen Chronicles. I am Tiffy T, the Resale Queen. If you want to contact me, I can be reached at info at resalequeen.com. My website is resalequeen.com. There we do have some reseller kits that I talked about earlier. They are We have more dropping at the end of the week. I have some small lots on there right now. As I said, I'm trying to make make everything under $100. So once they're gone, they're gone. And I'm not sure when I want to have some more or when I want to, I should say, when I want to put together some more uh, because I have other things personally that I'm working on. Uh, So if you want to uh, get down with that, Go ahead and um, and uh, hit up the link 
uh, for reseller kits and we can have that um, sent over to you. All right, guys, it's been real. I will talk to you later. Bye.